What's up, guys? Welcome to the first ever episode 189 of the Kind of Funny Games cast. As always, I'm Tim Geddes, joined by one of the coolest dudes in video games, Greg Miller. It was a pleasure having Jared for 12 episodes, mm-hmm. but it's over. What all happened? Right? He went on vacation for a week. Oh, okay. So he, he will <laughs> I, return. I did the normal thing where the wheels started clicking into place, and I was going to say rest in peace, and then it's always weird. What if he does die while he's gone? Oh, you're And right. then I feel like an asshole that I fucking claimed earlier. Then the cops look into me. You know, he died under weird circumstances. He was poisoned on a train. It, a lot of people think it's the ham he was eating, but me, why? Even Greg already knew he was dead. Then we're into a Chris Benoit situation. The Wikipedia page has been up, updated before anyone knows he's dead. Then I got the fucking FBI breathing down my neck again. They start looking again. into my wife. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Is she a full citizen? Is she not a full is citizen? Why is she dying? Exactly. I don't know. Then you know what I got to do? Pull the ripcord. Take Pertillo. Cock him one way, cock him the other way. Turns out he's been a gun this whole time. Put him on my hands. He fires off energy blasts. What the fuck? Where does this shit come from in your head? Well, think think about Portillo. He's very cylinder. And you can imagine me putting my hands into him. But then then, there's a gun, energy gun, though. Yeah. There was a lot of... His little mouth, gung, gung. Like, energy's coming out, and then it's (laughs) his asshole on the other one. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, shit. Yeah. That is is quite the... Meanwhile, Jen turns out... It turns out, giant salamander. Why? I need her to fight with me, and that's that cool power. If she's like on the wall next to me, and I'm like, like with a mouth and an asshole. Yeah. 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 Man, very visual. Very visual. If hey, anyone do you know ever what? dies like around you, they're, they're going to blame you. Like, they're going to know that they're going to at least come searching, knocking on your door, asking you some questions. Here's the thing trying if to find out what you know. I would be insulted. If one of you or anyone in the close circle dies around us of mysterious circumstances, and I'm not suspect, you're not. You know what I mean? I want to be there. I want the thing where like they are talking about it on the news. You know what I mean? Of like, oh man, and like, and it's me coming in and that I got the khakis on and the windbreaker, and I'm coming in with my hands in my pockets. Like I'm a person of interest. They're not prepared to say I'm a suspect yet. Mm -hmm. That they're charging me with anything, but I'm definitely there. At which point they run the news reel, like the the highlights of me. Wee's laughing and the stupid things and talking about asshole Charles guns. Webb. And then they're like, we got to look into this guy. Yeah. He, we, we know he's literally one bad day away. One bad from day just away. just fucking tumbling down. Mm-hmm. And Mistakes. then they'll, they'll, they'll put up like with artist renditions of the Grabbler and they'll be like, this is what he could be. Don't forget. This is what he could be. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Kind of Funny Games cast each and every week right here on YouTube.com slash Kind of Funny Games. We get together, talk about video games, all the things that we love about them. And man, this week, you've been playing a lot of games, a lot of cool games that people are going to want to hear about. You can get the show early by going to Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games, just like our Patreon producers did. Warren Moore, Eric Heights, Tom Bach. Holy shit, Trifecta. Oh, yeah. Nice job, everybody. Come on. Thank Thank you you for your support on Patreon.com slash Kind of Funny Games. Couldn't you don't need to spend that much money, though, if you want to get the show early. For just $1, you can be watching the show live alongside a whole bunch of great best friends out there. Or for a couple more dollars, you can get the show early as an audio or video with pre and post show. On the video. Did we talk? Yeah, pre, pre-show on the video. We got to simplify that. We talked for like 23 minutes. We did about all manner of things. We Whole went through the Fortnite stuff. skins, Fortnite. kind of. Yeah. Actually, we didn't. I, we opened them. I bitched about not having a wiener dog. Never really talked about it. Yeah. I'm not going to buy the Battle Pass. Decided. How come? I'm not going to play it that much, I don't think, this season. The Fortnite obsession was at, the, at its peak, end of season four, beginning of season five. We were all into it here, and I was playing it nonstop all the time. Play it here with you guys, or, or not you, but the cool kids here at work, and then go home, play it on my own on the, on the, uh, the uh, uh, TV. Now, you kidding me right now? 
fucking fall releases happening right now. I ain't got time to play no Fortnite. I love Fortnite. I'm not saying Fortnite's yeah. a bad game. I'll play here when everybody wants to pick up for a little bit and screw around. But like when I get home, me and Cassandra got some shit to do in ancient Greece. I get that. I get that. Me and, and then the, that makes a lot of sense. But we haven't. I know this isn't normally the show that we talk about all of this. Yeah. Uh, Games Daily is is the more like. News of the moment. Hap, hot happening news, yeah. We haven't talked about the, the me and you haven't talked about sure. Sony changing Coming its, down. its yeah, stance yeah, yeah. on the uh, And I don't think Fortnite that's something stuff. you can talk about on games. Uh, yeah, I'm just saying it's gonna be a little out of date for the people oh, when, no. they, when they hear I, it. But I, like I, I mean, what what's the what's the takeaway of this? That's awesome. Oh my god. I can't fucking believe it happened. Yeah, oh, I can. I can it's a it's a multi tiered oh my god, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. I had always, like, you know, my biggest problem since the st- start of E3 was the cross progression. Cross play, I was like, all right, whatever. I, that's a, I, don't, I don't care. That's your business. I'm not going to get in your, a lot of people were up in their face about that. You know, I'm like, it does, I still think it does, it did look like me, you know, it, it didn't make them look strong. It made yeah. them look petty. But cross progression was the one thing I was just like, let me share the Epic account. Let me share my stuff. It sucked that I had, like, a month before gone in with my Twitch Prime and you and redeemed the skins on my PSN, which now are locked there and I couldn't use. I'm like, well, that sucks. And I had invested money on my PSN mm-hmm. Fortnite of like, I wanted the Arctic uh, uh, outfit for the woman. I was like, that's great. Uh, but I couldn't use them on Switch. So I was like, fuck that. Made a Switch account. Yeah, yeah. So for it to be this one foul swoop out of the blue, you know what I mean? Woke, out of the fucking woke up blue. At, it woke up early, uh, like 7 or 7.30 and had a text message from somebody at PlayStation who's like, you're fucking welcome. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what? And then I, no links or anything. And I went and found it. I was like, holy shit. And for it's it to great. be that, it's cross progression. It's cross play. And then to have Epic in the same breath come out and be like, hey, if you created a secondary account, here's what's happening. We're working on a way for you to merge them and share everything. If Until then, you're going to be able to unlink things here in the coming days. Is there not a catch, but is there a downside to this? This seems like not only what you were asking for, 100%. but this seems like everything anyone even could ask for yeah no i don't i don't know of a downside i haven't seen the fortnite hardcore or playstation hardcore come up and be like here's the problem the one thing i've seen and i this could easily first off it's just scuttle but i think i saw as a reddit thread on the fortnite subreddit and it could be something that's already been fixed or will be changed or whatever is that if you're using a playstation exclusive skin right now i guess remember we're recording on day two of this Mm -hmm. like this or yeah day two of this this isn't like i guess technically the first 24 hours of this. I mean, so, but I, when it first launched, apparently, if you were using a PlayStation exclusive skin on the other platforms, you appeared as just the default skin mm. rather than show off your cool thing. Mm. But I don't know if that's just, hey, day one problems are working we're through it or whatever. It and also, who the fuck cares? Like, I'm, I, w- I want to look cool when I play the game for myself, not as much for other people. Hmm. Even though everybody knows if you see that John Wick skin, you're fucked. You're that guy's going to kill you. You're fucked. Man, I am just so impressed that it is out of nowhere and that Sony's, like, doing things that, like... It, this is to me the opposite of too little, too late. This is it might have took a while, whatever, but they got there. What I liked a lot about it is it's what I was talking about in the moment of like, I can't believe how tone deaf you're being. I can't believe you don't have a statement when they put out these statements that were garbage statements that were just fucking word salad. You're like, what are you fucking talking about? Yesterday's statement on the PlayStation ball, a blog from John, the president and CEO of the global SIE was very much like, Hey, we're doing this in a beta. We've never done this before. This represents a giant change in our way of thinking and basically being like, it is a different time for games and we are coming to terms with that. And this is the first step. And to see the PlayStation blog talk about the Nintendo switch and the Xbox one and windows and stuff. It was like, it was a really well done message of like, listen, we heard you obviously from the start, 
but we're a big corporation and we needed to get our ducks in a row and we're there now, but we're still doing this slowly with you. Like mm-hmm. this isn't going to be floodgates open. Everybody's playing black ops Four. we're all doing cross play on everything. Right. But so, I mean, I, this news is so exciting to me because yeah, even just seeing switch and Xbox be talked about on the yeah. blog is such a huge step. All these rumors of, and I know it's been years, but rumors of the PSN name changes that sure. have been popping up a lot more recently than, than we've seen before. I'll tell you what today side note, but in the same vein, kind of funny games, daily questions aflame because we were talking yesterday about what the fuck's going on PSX, right? Like blah, blah, blah. So many people call out the fact that they're not going to do a PSX this year, Greg, because last year, Sean Layden said, hopefully by this time next year, we'd have PSN name changes. So yeah. they don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I forgot. I didn't actually read the articles or stuff. It was just yeah. a Twitter glance. I saw, but uh, um, Titus T I D U X Titus. on on uh, well Titus is the Final Fantasy ten. All right, it's the X is what's throwing me. Okay, um, on Twitter he was saying stuff that there's like a lot of evidence uh, towards PSN name changes coming soon, and I'm like that if they were to just be like here it is and it is just a, a random Tuesday that it's they going to be that it's going to be like that plus this I mean even if they don't do that this is so huge where you know and with Xbox announcing it's. Uh, X018. Yep. Why is it called that? That's such a weird uh, name. I was saying it an uh, entire show, X018, and somebody wrote in to explain it, and I totally forgot, so mm. I don't remember why. Um, but them <laughs> announcing that, and like we've seen Microsoft make such consumer friendly moves in mm-hmm. the last, even let's just say year or two years. This generation. Xbox One. This generation, yeah. Since Phil the, Spencer the second, came in, Xbox has been going killing it. Yeah. Exactly. Phil Spencer's Xbox. And I feel like this move is, is so huge for them uh to have a a fan event that they've been doing for years yeah but to put more importance make on it, more it like a PSX, and, yeah. and make it more like a psx i think is a a very important move for them a big move for them to set even better dominoes to knock over next generation yeah um and to me the most interesting thing is doing it in mexico city sure like that is a a bold move a different move and when you look at the the audience in mexico it is absolutely oh my God, yeah. huge yeah and when you see things like fortnite that are completely changing video games like it is not just one video game. you can play this thing on any system and people it's a phenomenon around the world that we haven't seen the likes of since something like pokemon right where it's like turns into this like giant mega huge everyone thing. knows fortnite and yeah. when my butcher opened his mouth to talk to me about oh yeah my my friend's kid i'm like, fortnite fortnite they're playing fortnite. fortnite yeah, yeah i know and, and that shit is is crazy to me and uh, I was talking to my friend today who works at, at Twitch, and he was talking about um, how the Spanish-speaking uh, streams are huge for Fortnite, yeah. and there's just this huge audience, and he's like, there's a reason why uh, Xbox is going to Mexico. And I'm like, I just love that the video games are getting kind of even broader in terms of mainstream appeal, like where you know we talk about Japan, we talk about America. Yeah, Mexico yeah. doesn't get talked about that yeah, much, but yeah. when you look at things like YouTube and Twitch, there's huge audiences there. Um, devouring this content when you add all of this up it's really creating an interesting uh, framework for next generation of if they combine this was it scarlet the xbox scarlet yeah. stuff the streaming cloud, cloud based yeah. streaming stuff if, if sony does something similar sony adding its uh playstation now being able to download, download games, ps4 yeah, games yeah. which felt like just such a like oh yeah here's an article that came out today. yeah no that's a huge fucking deal yeah like that's it's Game Pass now. Yeah, uh, just on a different level with Sony. If they keep dedicating to that, and we, if they keep going down this path, if this Fortnite is uh, PSN crossplay stuff is not just the end of it, but actual, hey, we're seeing how this goes and we're going to take steps. What's the next game that is mega popular that is played across all systems? Rocket League. You know, and well, there's I would say Rocket League was 
the first. Mm. Like, if well, it's I wrong for the, I think for them to get in the PlayStation, for them beta. to get it, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, what I'm saying is, I feel like there's a massive shift that is about to happen in video games that might take two more years yeah. or a couple more years. But what Rocket League kind of put out there of, hey, here's this amazing multiplayer game that you can play on any system, no limits, together, kind of thing, whatever. Yeah. But then Fortnite to be this like it's free phenomenon, to play yeah. phenomenon everywhere. What could this look like for other genres? What could this sure. look like uh, in in a couple of years when you know the, the Fortnite kids are now teenagers that want something different? You yeah. know, I don't know. It's just really crazy. Sure. And you figure a lot of the Fortnite teens or Fortnite young adults playing this were Minecraft kids, mm-hmm. and that's why it's found this right. Like yeah. you are seeing a lineage through it, and another, Minecraft, another game that is everywhere. Minecraft, another game, honestly, that pro- might even beat Rocket League. But that's just so closely tied to Xbox that I don't know how PlayStation feels about playing nice there. But again, it's what I was talking about with this announcement was, you know, don't put the cart in front of the horse. This is the first step for PlayStation. Obviously, the first step for Nintendo and Xbox has already happened. It's going to be glacial where I think it's going to take a little bit of time and it's going to be, okay, cool. Let's do Rocket League. Okay, let's do Minecraft. Okay. Like some somebody wrote into games the other day, like I have this theory that Black Ops 4 will be the first. I'm like, no chance. No, no. no like no. we're not there yet. Destiny 2, no. Like, I, yeah, all these games I don't know. And I do think it. I do think there is going to be a race of, hey, we want to be the first third-party publisher who on an e3 stage gets to do it's destiny 3 it's division 3 it's whatever it's maybe a new ip where we're showing you this amazing world play with your friends and then literally play anywhere xbox pc playstation and you know what i mean like fucking have the place go crazy like we're in a race to that moment yeah but that moment's still quite a ways away who is it i don't know because i've done it too i I know i go back with what you just said we got like, let's start with the easy answers that we doubt it'll be. Nintendo, PlayStation, or Xbox. Right. I can't imagine on one of their stages. Now, now for one it. one quick second, like, yes. I mean, uh, for a new game, right? Because, I mean, Minecraft could do it, but I, I, do we count Minecraft? Let's put Minecraft aside just because... If we're talking about history. a new IP, hey... This new is, IP or sequel. I wouldn't put Microsoft outside of the, the, the radius on that one. Because mm. I do think that's how they are aggressive. They are consumer-focused. They have really cool ideas. They are building up a first-party stable now. And so one of them, if they were working on a multiplayer or whatever, if Undead Labs is making State of Decay MMO or some shit, like, why not? You know what I mean? Mm. Do that and try to be that. I think Microsoft's still in that mindset and will be for the foreseeable future until the next Xbox hits. And if it hit... And went and somehow had a PlayStation Four kind of generation beginning, then maybe they start closing those doors. But I really don't. I don't. That's the biggest thing. Here, stick with me on this whole thing. PlayStation, we're doing this beta. It's first steps. This is a change of pace for us. There is still a part of me that's cynical that goes, "Okay, is it lip service?" Not. And I've covered PlayStation my entire career. I'm not saying you know they're bad people or anything like that. It's just one of those things of. I understand you have to do this for Fortnite. It's Fortnite. As you're saying, you can't go anywhere and not see it. Are we going to see Minecraft? Are we going to see Rocket League? You know, are we going to see Warframe? Like, what is the sliding scale of yeah. what you, this means to you? And I'm not saying this. I, just, I have that thing of, is it lip service? Everything Xbox does and talks about in terms of consumer-focused shit, I do not believe is lip service. I believe in their meetings, they are like, what's best for gamers? 
I, I don't think it is like what's best for gamers right now so we can get a foothold and we can take back number one and then start walling things. And granted, no one thinks that way yeah, in I, terms you know. of like that. But I, all, I just don't think if they kept the same leadership they have right now, they're going to get to that point and be on top and then be like, now nah, let's start locking it fucking back down. I feel like it's still going to be play anywhere. It's still going to be Game Pass. It's still going to be all these amazing programs and reasons. And it's the same thing I, I will continue to say of like, I cheer the most for Xbox. I think they are doing the best in terms of all this stuff. I think they are really, I think PlayStation started out and got its lead because PlayStation was like, we're human beings. We're for the gamers and Xbox fucked up by being like TV, TV, Xbox, Call of Duty, all that shit. Uh, But in that same thing, PlayStation got quiet and batting down the hatches. And this isn't a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. This isn't a bad thing. They just became cool. We're on top and we're number one and let's go. A little bit quieter. Let's, let's focus. Let's, let's rein it in a bit. Let's let the game speak for themselves. Fucking God of War, Spider-Man, you know, last of... Let's not... We don't have to... You know, everybody calm down. And meanwhile, Xbox is like, fuck, we don't have... We don't... And I'm not trying to start shit. We don't have that exclusive library yet. We need to be the company for the gamers in, in a way that PlayStation said it was. And it is the machines for the gamers. But be like the company for the gamers of Game Pass and this and uh, Gold and then the... Uh, the Xbox show they do now that I can't remember the name of right now. All Inside access. Xbox. Inside Xbox. Like, just doing thing and having Phil Spencer really be a man of the people who is on Twitter and is talking to people and is answering questions straight up in a way, not that, you know, Shuhei doesn't, but in a, his position is much different than what Shuhei's position is, Yeah, right? well, I also think there's just the difference culturally of sure. Microsoft being an American sure, company. West, yeah, being Western. You know, yeah. And, yeah, and Western. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just crazy, but I... I don't think that it'll be Microsoft to do it. It, I, it makes I, sense. Oh, no, I don't think so yeah. either. You just said uh, disqualify the, the three, yeah. and I was like, I wouldn't disqualify Microsoft. I think they have a shot. Yeah. Outside of that, it is it is interesting, and I would, you figure, I would say it's down to EA, UB, or Activision. Activision, right? Right, 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 right. My problem being is just that, for me, it's hard to think, I, I think that if UB was to do it, it would be Division. Right, mm-hmm. I guess For Honor Two could be a possibility, right, or something like the Crew Three. It's now it's either got to be a new IP or a sequel, right? So that's where it gets difficult. Of like, well, fuck, Destiny is Activision's big console, hey, big multiplayer thing, right? In terms of like where there's an audience and like mm-hmm. their games as game as a service right now, but they just put out Destiny Two, and I don't see it. I guess that could be the way. Is that that would actually be a really interesting boost in the arm to Destiny if it was like, yeah. cool, hey, Guardians, guess what? You're all together now. Yeah, you get to announce that at next year's E3, 2 E3 is out. It's weird, though, because we're talking about Fortnite, right, which is this kind of anomaly and like a, a, a potentially one-off case. And I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing either. Like, I think that the, mo- the crossplay is going to add so many issues. Like, if, if online's already shit day one for every game, this is just going to make it even worse and have more more problems, right? Um, I just don't think that we're there yet. But it does take these steps to eventually, hopefully, get there where things absolutely work together. Um, but I, here's the thing is I wish I could agree, but I just it already isn't. Yeah. Like, playing with Xbox and Switch and phones, I'm always blown away by how well it works. And I'm talking <laughs> about, like, remember when it dropped on Switch at E3? And then that Saturday, it was me, Scott, Jen, and James Faulkner, and it was three switches in one phone. And it was like, all right, cool. Like, I, it's not, I always expected it to be, and even when I've played with Xbox 360 kids, I always kind of expected it to be that, like, 
strobe light where I'm like, no, you know, your legs aren't moving. Yeah. And I'm sure these problems exist and they're on capture, blah, blah. I'm just saying that I didn't run into those problems with Fortnite. And well, that, that's the thing with Fortnite. I'm talking about giant game launch. If Destiny sure. 3 were to come out day one, there'd sure. be a lot of a, a lot of issues. Like when we're getting on that scale of game. Because Fortnite's one thing, and granted it's huge, but it's also existed for a long time and there's a lot of money in sure. Sure, sure, sure. Effort and shit put into that, um, but going backwards, there is the, the smaller titles like Rocket League and, and Minecraft and things like that that I do think that this makes a lot more sense for. I think that there's a chasm where games like State of Decay could lie if there was a an online yeah, version yeah, or whatever uh, the, that could lie, or the Crew, or For Honor even. But to get to that next level of the Call of Duties and Divisions and like these really giant and Destinies, I feel or Anthem. Um, that is such a bigger step, but I almost feel that's going to happen before the mid-tier titles. Like, I feel like mm. they're, they're, it's not going to, Microsoft or anybody's not going to come out and be like, yeah, it's for honor that you can play with anybody. It has to be this giant jump of either Call of Duty, Destiny, Division, or, uh, yeah, Battle, I've used Battlefield, Battlefield <laughs> or whatever Star Wars shit. Well, what's, again, What's fascinating about this whole debate, and let's just use Destiny as an example, right, is the fact that, okay, you're talking PC, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and the big selling point of PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, well, Xbox One, you already see, you know, play anywhere, it's on PC, it's on Xbox One, uh, for PlayStation 4 was that, hey, guess what, the internals of this are a PC. So I really, then you started to wonder, like, what... It's not like it was with PS3 where, all right, cool, Xbox mm. and PC are talking one language and PCs on a cell processor are completely different, or PlayStation 3s on a cell processor are completely different. So at that point, if the boxes truly are to the point where they are just sliders on a PC scale, not that I'm saying you hit a button, you port games, but like in terms of like, it's really a rendering, a quality or whatever, you start to wonder like what, Destiny is, is, is the most things you have to worry about in an instance is if you're doing a raid and that's eight players. Otherwise, you're in a fire team, right? So it's, shit, I haven't played Destiny in a while. It's three people, right? Is that four people? I think it's three, whatever. You're three or four players, right, in terms of what your fire team is. That is not, that's, I mean, that to me seems less intense than a Fortnite. Hey, it's a hundred players and mm. some of them are on phones, some of them are on PlayStation, some of them are on a switch, some of them are on Xbox. Yeah. Like it's, it, but again, we're not developers. I don't know the code. Yada, yada, yada. I definitely think with all due respect, Fortnite is a simpler game under the hood than destiny. I mean, it must be. It is. Well, I say no, straight it, up. It is. Well, I mean, no, cause here's the thing. Stick with me. And this is, again, I'm not a developer, but I would actually wonder Wait, is it because you guess the players have their ability to make their own geometry in the level in Fortnite? Mm. Whereas in Destiny, it's set. It's like a haunted house in a way, right? You know where the monsters are going to spawn from. It's just making them all communicate. But then it is latency shooting mechanics like that in a way. I don't know. It's yeah. fascinating. Not a scientist. I'm know. not going to call Steve Gaynor on this. We called Steve Gaynor a couple days ago yeah, on yeah, Gamescast yeah. or Daily to have him answer question. Hmm. Uh, now I'm annoyed. I got to check out how big a fire team is because. Well, I'll just I'll call Andrea. She'll yell at us. It's good. I miss Andrea. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's an exciting time. I, I love, you know, seeing Nintendo return with the Switch. I love seeing oh my God, totally, Xbox yeah. making these giant changes. I love seeing PlayStation put out amazing first-party titles. And listen, lip service or not, listen. Yeah, you know? 100%. It's three. Well, yeah. Listen, Dad. Andrea, it's Greg. You're on the kind of funny games daily. No, more games, games cast. cast. How you doing? 
I'm sorry, what? You're on the, you're on the games cast. How are you? What's the games cast? Oh, no, this is the wrong. Hey, Andrea, how are you? I'm good. The phone called the wrong Andrea. You wouldn't know this. Okay. Uh, do you know how big a Destiny fire team is? No. Yeah, see, all right, cool. I'll talk to you later. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. I was going to say, that is not her voice. I, I thought she was sleeping at yeah. first. I was like, wait, hold on, what's going on? There it is. There's Andrea Renee. That's funny. I was like, wait a second. This doesn't sound right at all. Andrea. Oh, man. You never know what's going to happen on the game. You test. never know. That's what threw me, because I was like, it doesn't sound like her. But then I was like, well, kind of funny games. Wait, where am I? What's happening? <laughs> it's a fun show, isn't it? It's a fun For something, show. every Destiny player is just yelling. It's three. It's three, Tim. It's three. I'm telling you it's three. What's Andrea doing? Busiest lady in the business. Ah, fuck it. All right. I'll do it the old way and I'll just Google it. But I'm, I'm sure it's three. Mm-hmm. How big? How big? Is well, a this was a super, super fun discussion. Team but I want to talk to you. Hold on. We're almost there. Hold once on. You, once you figure out. Fire team size in Destiny. Why can't the fire team be bigger than three? It's three. three. Thank it's three. you, everybody. I want to talk to you about Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Dun, 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 You've dun. been playing it. I have. The preview embargo's up. What does that mean? It means we can't give a full-fledged score. Uh, you can't spoil any story stuff. You have to be a little bit more vague on certain okay. things, but nothing I'm going to say about it would violate any of those things. How long have you played? Uh, my save file, uh, I believe now, is at... 13 hours? 13 hours? Yeah, it, okay. and it flew the fuck by. Really? Like, I, at first I was like, this save file can't be correct. It must be counting when it's PlayStation's in sleep or whatever, and then I've chipped away a few other times, and I'm like, no, that's actually pretty accurate, I guess. Damn, I, yeah. Yeah, because we I got it while we were in uh, London, obviously, downloaded here, and then when I got back, started on Saturday, and played a lot Saturday and Sunday, obviously, and then uh, the last couple nights. What are you thinking? I love this game. Yeah, yeah. Like so, your Assassin's Creed. Here we go. Lineage. Sure. You love to. Right? Yeah. Here, I mean, I'll give it to you this way. This is what I'm going to say. Right? Is that for Assassin's Creed Odyssey, it is the most fun I've had playing an Assassin's Creed since Black Flag, and I loved Black Flag at the launch, uh, PlayStation 4 launch, and all that jazz. And I think it's the best story I've ever played in Assassin's Creed. Okay. Now. For context of where you're going, right? Because this is obviously a franchise that's been around for fucking ever now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I never fucked with the first one, Altair and all that stuff. I had heard just mixed reviews, and I was at IGN when Hillary reviewed it, and I was like, doesn't sound like me. Yeah. Assassin's Creed 2 with Ezio jumped in. Uh, Ezio jumped in, loved it. L- loved Brotherhood. Platinum number two, didn't Platinum Brotherhood, but played the hell out of Brotherhood. Totally th- dug where... Ezio as a character was coming from all that stuff. Uh, three with the American Revolution and sh- well, they did more with us, you know, Revolution, revelations, yeah. right? And I was like, all right, this is a br- I've had a little bit. I'm done here. Uh, three, I thought, what a boring start to this fucking thing. Uh, Black Flag gets in the mix in there. They had the or this is where they they start to get so many of them. I played yeah. the fucking Vita one. Uh, oh, yeah. I played the PSP one. You know what wow. I mean? Like we're all over the place. Um, you get to Unity. Yeah, Unity I didn't touch because it was, was it was the fucking eyeballs and everybody's like, you don't need to play this one. Syndicate. Syndicate in England, which I played, and I was like, all right, cool, we're in England, and it was one of those, like, I can't tell you anything about that story anymore. I played for a few hours, and I was like, whatever, I'm just going to go. Um, Origins being the return to form last year that people mm-hmm. really loved, I jumped in and played, I think it was two hours. You can check the old games cast if you want to keep me honest. But it was like, 
I don't dig Bayek. I don't dig the start to this story. I do not understand what's going on. I don't dig the world. Egypt in general just seemed brown and boring and bland, and I just did not get into it. And I know every, and what I did always say is the combat's cool. I understand what you're doing here from a mechanics perspective. It's just not for me in terms of a world I want to exist in. Mm-hmm. So you get to Odyssey, and they show all this stuff from Odyssey and start doing I'm like, all right, cool. You're watching all the stuff. You're doing all the stuff. All right, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. And it was, I dug how colorful the world was. At, at a glance, the grease they were making, right? It, it looked like, man, bright blues, bright greens, flowers, sunshine. There's all sorts of different colors, all sorts of different darkness. I was like, that looks like a fun world, a world I'd want to exist in, right? Then they got to the character reveals, and at E3, I got to go play and play as Cassandra, the female protagonist. And jumping in there, I was like, damn, she reminds me a lot of Wonder Woman or Xena, or, or you know what I mean? And like, she's a mercenary, and so she's kind of in this like gray area. And granted, so is Alexia if you play as him. Yeah. But like, for me, like, I felt a connection to her immediately. I was like, that's actually really cool. Like, I already have a base level jumping off point for it. Closest so, thing you'll get to a Wonder Woman game for exactly, a while. Exactly, 100%. God damn it. Uh, so. When I got the game and sat down, it was very much like, all right, cool. These are all things on paper. I like it. And again, I like the format of Assassin's Creed. I like just running around, assassinating people. I like the million things to do. I like I like that it is de- definitely a smorgasbord game of, do you want to do a synchronization point? Do you want to do a side mission? Do you want to do a story mission? Do you want to do this? Um, Black Flag uh, suffered, I feel, from the thing that okay, cool, you're Connor Kenway, you are out there to do your thing, you're going to be a pirate. I loved the game, I loved the gameplay. My idea was I was going to go, do you remember, did you ever play? Like, you start the thing, and it's like, you start, like, easy levels are up here, or islands and shit are up here, and then it gets harder and harder and harder. And it was, I'm gonna, I was like, I'm going to just go island by island south and just yeah. clear this fucking map. And I played that way for whatever it was, 20 hours. Mm-hmm. And then did a thing where I hit it and zoomed out, and I was like... Oh my god, this world is too big. Like I'm just yeah. never going to do this. And the problem of course was for me that there was no hook to pull me through. And Ezio's story I remember liking so much because it just started in an interesting mm-hmm. place of, "Hey, you're just this normal dude from a well-to-do family. Shit goes south. Now you need to go do this. You're kind of starting the brotherhood." Okay, cool. But it was a jumping off point that I thought was interesting. Yeah. Beyond that, I really can't tell you Ezio stuff except for at the end with like the piece of Eden when it, in spoilers for Assassin's Creed when they start talking to Desmond and, and Ezio's like who's Desmond like that was all like oh man that's really cool Black Flag you know the fucking modern day stuff I don't, even, I don't vaguely even remember right yeah like what I love about Odyssey so far is that from the jump it's like here's Cassandra she's fucking awesome here's you making choices that affect the gameplay in the world right like there. Does that feel gimmicky though? Because that's my thing is like as an outsider that I played uh, Origins for probably an hour and sure. I was just like, yep, still not for me. Sure. Um, it, everybody seemed to love that game, yeah. and the the time off seemed to, and the changes that they made feel like it modernized Assassin's Creed for a lot of people. But the kind of word on the street is like that this seems a little quick of a turnaround to have another game and people are worried that it's going to be way too samey sure. and the choices and the options that they added for like dialogue choices and yeah, the, yeah. The, the diverging paths seemed a little tacked on to me just looking at the um, E3 stuff does it feel that way at all I, I mean what do you what do you want out of it I guess like I, I it's I don't think it's so I mean it's like yeah you know like you're gonna get, it's very like a uh, telltale mm-hmm. or original telltale right I'll be like you start at one point 
everybody everybody goes from one point and then expands out but you come back to the same point mm-hmm. right like i you still can't yeah you can be nice to somebody uh be stern with them or you can fucking kill them right mm-hmm. and it's like that does cut off certain options here and there but you're still going to get to the points you want to get to yeah it's just how do you want to handle it which again like i used to talk about uh walking dead uh the telltale season one right is like in the end we all have the same picture but our choices are like a coloring book and we shaded them differently mm-hmm. so like my cassandra is shading one way where i am star i am still being very like not noble but like all right i'll play along i'll play along and then you fucking cross the line and i fucking get in your face and the character's like whoa you know i yeah, didn't mean yeah. you know what i mean like that ne- wouldn't necessarily be that way for you if you started harder or if you wanted hmm. to murder him right there but that those are like the one-off little conversations and there are you know the like the uh, scales of justice and a heart there and like it's telling you like these are different ways you can go right like i i, I had sex with this lady or whatever be, and I, yeah. you know i didn't you wouldn't have to do that if you didn't or you wouldn't do that if you didn't make the choices i made or whatever but then outside of that like there's an uh, a choice early on in the game uh and not even yeah i guess it's uh, a full-blown choice where you're sent off on a mission by a friend and you get there and you hear both sides of the story and it is like what do you want to do and for me it's very interesting because for me it, i was like "Ooh, this is a very video gamey thing right of like it seems like there's a right and a wrong a black and a white hmm. and i chose what i would consider the wrong thing i'm like wow it's my game whatever i'm like no right and meanwhile i was talking to andrea and she chose what you what i would consider and what she considered the good thing right and it totally backfired and fucked up her world and didn't mm. fuck up mine because I made the Best laid plans. I made the harsh, uh, the hard choice or whatever. And it's yeah. like that's cool. And it's the fact that me and Kevin were t- uh, Kevin did the same thing and like have that conversation of like our worlds are already different. Now, granted, they're the same worlds. You're gonna mm-hmm. still have the same villains. You're gonna still have the same, yeah. but like those little changes already just add a spice to it that I like so much. Uh-huh. But choice and agency and whatever aside from it. It's just so far, and again, 12, 13, 14 hours in. It's a lot of hours, though. Sure, but I mean, like... Everyone seems super into this game that has been playing it. Well, the thing about it, right, is that it's doing it so... You know, you always say that I love... You'll talk about... um, This felt like a really good season of Spider-Man or something like that, right? The story beats they're putting in here make it so that even though it's a giant open world game where yes I am wasting tons of time just being like now I'm gonna go after some cultists I'm gonna go after that thing what oh what's that you know what I mean when I do the story stuff there are the story moments are so far have been like boom like the intro to it you know your prologue or whatever in the starting area when you get to the point where it's like now we're going to do this I was like holy fucking shit and it does the thing where it pans out and it goes Assassin's Creed Odyssey and I'm like oh right I haven't even had a title screen like oh, that, shit. you know what I mean? Okay. Like, but it sets you off in this thing, and you're like, "Wow!" And then I got there, and I did that thing, and that thing was like, "Cool!" Now you're doing that thing, and I'm like, "I didn't even fucking think about that thing." And then last night, I was like, "It's it's an Assassin's Creed where all of a sudden I'm finding myself going against my nature, where it's like, yeah, all right, there's a lot of cool side shit. I gotta know what's happening. Yeah. I gotta see this story through." And I went into the next couple story things, and then another one of like, "Holy shit, you're that guy!" Oh fuck! All right, cool. And like, I need to get home to do the thing to get you know. And it's just like, I don't. It's I can tell you all these different beats from this game when it, Assassin's Creed's never been that for me. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like Assassin's Creed. Uh, whether it was Ezio, whether it was Altair, uh, in terms of the PSP game <laughs> or whatever, you know what I mean? It's always just been like, cool, yeah, they're Assassin's game and I'm out to fuck over the Templars. Great. Like, they did a great job of being like, this is Cassandra and this is her story. And 
I can already see like where oh interesting that's where we're kind of like touching the Assassin's Creed lore of it hmm. interesting but again they're not beating me over the head with that shit yeah. and, I, and I think they're it's a good call they're doing it in a way that you know o- Odell today on Kind of Funny Games Daily was talking about the fact of it seems like a cool Greek Greek game in the same way that like uh, 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 Black Flag was a cool pirate game, but is it a cool assassins game? Hmm. And I was like, well, I'm not really versed in answering that because I don't think the assassins were that cool. They, it, I think that's a storyline that overstays its welcome eventually. Yo, of yeah. being like, here's what the Templars are up to now. It's like, who the fuck cares? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I can't. I don't need that. I think they're playing with it so far, the right amount of it in terms of like how it plays into the overall thing because, all right, that's interesting, but I really want to know with Cassandra what's happening. And I know from DLC, whatever the news stories of like, this is happening, like there's this mythical creature or whatever in the game, right? Like I've, I've kind of stayed blackout, but I know that we know that there's like more mythos stuff in there, right? For me as a, someone with an education of, Greek mythology that was like roughly I vaguely remember things in high school and then God of War and stuff the way they're introducing and playing with like oh the Cyclops oh like these things like I there's definitely been one thing where I tried to go into something and that like this like fucking like uh, gate like like a rancor protective wall like shook and she literally was like well, I'm not. I'm not ready to fight that beast. I, we, sh- you know, it was like, you know, like okay, I'm, that'll something I'll come back to. Yeah. I don't know if that's going to be one of these mythical things. I don't know what exactly people are talking about that because I've tried to say black eye. The way they are dealing with, oh, I recognize your name. Oh, I, re- oh, I see what they're doing of like using terminology that you could see from people who are big in Greek myths, but then how that would get balanced out into. Uh, imagine now it's been however many thousands of years since this story was told what that a, a character named Cyclops would end up being. You're like, that's really fucking cool. They're doing yeah. a, really, a lot of really cool shit with it. That's awesome. And I, I, I just feel the game oozes personality. I really like the character. I really love the world. I think it is beautiful. It does terrify me of like, and it's, you know, it's 2018. You know how this falls shaping up already, right? And so when I do zoom the map out and I'm level 15 or 16 or whatever now, and it's like, there's the area that's like for 47. And I'm like, I don't know if I'm ever going to fucking, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and, I, and that sucks because I'm enjoying it. But like Red Dead is also a world I want to get lost in. And, you know, I do want to play other stuff in Lego and all this jazz. It's just like. I'm, I'm enjoying super, the ride so far. I'm super impressed that in a year with God of War and Spider-Man, especially Spider-Man being sure. so close to this, that you're this jazzed about sure. an Assassin's Creed game. Yeah, like me too. They must have done something really special. Now, the thing about it, of course, is I agree. Yeah, I am. I'm totally jazzed, blah, 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 blah. I wouldn't put on, like, so far, my mm-hmm. short list for game of the year, Assassin's Creed. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm having a great time, and it's a great game. Don't get me wrong. But it's just like, oh, it doesn't hold up to, like, what God of War did or Spider-Man's done. Like, I think it's a really cool story, and I like Cassandra. But then there is the, like, you know, I, I, we talk about with God of War and Spider-Man, the fact that you know, finished God of War and felt like I needed to go finish those side quests because it was cool. Spider-Man, I didn't do the story until I finished those side quests. There was a lot of bloat in Assassin's Creed yeah. of like, you can just get lost doing all this stuff. And that's what those games are and they want to be there. And I, and I am... What are you playing it on? Normal. No, PS4 Pro. Okay, cool. I feel, I find myself, you know, now... I really want to focus on the story. I really do want to run around and do all this different stuff. So maybe that'll actually... Maybe the story, will, I'll beat it at level... You know, twenty two or twenty four. I don't know. No, yeah. Not. I'm sure I won't. But stuff like that. Uh, also, I mean, it just doesn't look as good as those games does. Do. Oh yeah. Like it, it looks good. She looks really good. Her facial animations are great. Most of the people you talk to. But there's just you know, 
things I've I've had it where the horse is running and then just like it's still running but like it's just like moving but the legs aren't moving and stuff like that or like you know <laughs> in the granted there, I, this, there's a day one patch coming and all this different stuff maybe that'll be a fix for, for me little stuff like that where you're just like oh that just doesn't look that great yeah you know what I mean like okay I, I see like oh that hair physics doesn't look that great mm. not none of this at all breaking the game for me not not even to the point that I think. You know, when I, uh, for Tomb Raider, right, when I put up my thing and then took it down because of, oh, there's a day one patch coming to fix it. This wouldn't even be something I would list in the tweet version of my review or my comments on the game. Yeah. But in terms of like in a year of where it is like you're sitting there looking at Spider-Man and be like, holy shit, you're looking at fucking God of War. Like, I can't believe how good this game looks. This wouldn't be there. But this is still a, a fucking great game. Hmm. Next game I want to talk about is Life of Life, Life is Strange. Life is Strange. Season 2, episode 1. Right, yeah, it's a mouthful, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it because you love Life is Strange. I do we got love Life is Strange. Underpants, Captain, whatever it is. Never played it. Really? Yeah, 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 yeah. So I played. I played obviously season one of Life is Strange. Loved it. Uh, Max and Chloe. Then before the storm, you know, the story, or the conversation we kept having on these shows was it has no business being as good as it is. And then yeah, Underpants hit at such a weird time. We were at some convention or about to go to some convention. Was it E three? I don't know. But it dropped, and it was that thing of. Cool, it's a nice little teaser, and there'll be references to Life is Strange 2 in it, but they won't really play into it, and there's no trophies, and I was just like, cool, I don't need to be sold on Life is Strange 2. Like, that's cool interstitial, and yeah. I'm glad it's free, and I'm glad it's getting people in. It's just not something I need to play. It. But Life is Strange 2, I do need to play, mm-hmm. and I'm very happy I have. Like, yeah. Yeah, oh my god. Yeah, like, it's, um, you know, I think Life is Strange 1 came out of left field for me i didn't know much about it i even played episode one at the time and was like eh, i don't know and came back i think when two or more two through two and three had been released and so to see don't not as a developer uh mature the way they have since the first one and have a way better pacing to it a way better uh look to the game like a feel to the game it, like it feels so smooth it mm. does feel it doesn't feel janky in spots or have pacing problems i hmm. feel uh, totally new characters, right? 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same world. Same world. Yeah, okay. same At the very beginning, I thought it was real cool of, you know, did you play Life is Strange 1? Yes. Did you... Spoilers for Life is Strange 1. Did you save or sacrifice Arcadia Bay, right? And I make the choice, and I was like, I can't wait to see how this plays out. Like, why are they That's asking cool. me shit about that? Like, is, you know, am I going to see Max in the corner of a room or something? And I don't want to spoil how they do, but in episode one, it's there, at least for me, based on how... And I sacrificed. Um, Yeah, completely new characters. Um, it's completely new characters. It's a completely new power. Of course, Max's power was the ability to rewind time. The power here is um, Daniel. Yeah, right. I'm Sean. Yeah, so Daniel, the little brother, uh, kind of is like Jean Grey and turn like telekinesis, like can blast out stuff like that. And he doesn't really understand it until the end of it. And by understand it, I mean loosely. Well, exactly. Yeah, you you you've seen a seen com- you've read a comic book once or twice, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a thing of him trying to face powers. But it does the normal thing that Life is Strange is so great at. Of, for, well, first off, having a badass soundtrack. But totally putting you into Sean's shoes. Like this kid, the older brother's shoes, right? And it establishes immediately a family I super cared about. His dad. His dad's name is Esteban. Uh, uh, you, he, you have a friend, uh, 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 Asian friend, female. I want to say Lila, but maybe Lydia. Whatever. Her, she's an awesome character. Her relationship with you, Sean, is super good. You feel a connection to her immediately. You guys are getting ready and excited for this party that night, and so it's like, you know, you have these really 
heartwarming, cool, modern moments where like, you know, you come in, he's a single father, Esteban, like you're t- he's talking to you and you're talking, you're all b- bouncing around, but like you have conversations with him where you need money and he's like, is this for, you know, is this for weed and, and beer? And you can say yes or no. And like, I chose to totally be upfront with him and he gives you extra money. And he's like, just be safe. And he's like, nobody's driving. And like, you have like that yeah, real yeah, yeah. grown up conversation of like, well, cool. Just don't fuck this up. You know what I mean? I'm trusting yeah. you kind of thing. And it's like, he's a heartwarming, cool dad. He's doing well for his kids. You know what I mean? Cool. Like, Esteban. Yeah, good old Esteban indeed. Totally, yeah. right? And like, that's the thing is like, it's life is strange. So, you know, you pick shit up and you look through and it's like, oh, it makes he- you feel did more. Did say hella a lot? No, no hella. I didn't, I didn't see that. They said uh, something. Bodacious? No, no, no. Was, he says something that, or she, uh, uh, the the woman, your friend does. I forget. Lydia? God, that's going to drive me crazy. Lila? Can you look it up? Cast characters, Life Strange is going to drive me crazy. Uh, but she says something. More importantly, what I found very interesting about this, Tim, and these are minor spoilers, I guess, for Life is Strange too. But again, I'm not like giving you... Uh, uh, that's where I'll stop with plot spoilers. Uh, is the... I the... And I don't. And I don't. I don't know, Tim. You didn't go to business school either. I did not. I don't know how much you understand licensing and fair use or anything like that. Pretty well, actually. I love the way they lean into making this very much like this is happening in your world. Uh, Daniel loves Minecraft and talks <laughs> about Minecraft. Right. That's cool. When you're in the the woods, this was tweeted, so I don't feel like it's a spoiler. It's not a story again. You're in the woods at one point, right? And you are walking, and there's this these mushrooms growing on the tree. And Daniel's like, ew, reminds me of a clicker. And Sean goes like, and it's like Neil Druckmann tweeted, oh my God, when somebody sent him the clip. Like, That's great. They do a thing of, and they talk about Lord of the Rings. Like, it's just like a real cool thing. And it's not like, and it's not what Life is Strange 1 did, where at one point you literally went into somebody's room and Max picked up uh, Final Fantasy, what's the movie that was in theaters? They Spirits did. Spirits Within. Spirits Within. She's like, I don't know why this movie got such a bad rep. I really thought it was a great science fiction oh, story. Yeah. Like, Oh, okay. you got characters for me? Yet? No, 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 no. I was saying. Okay. It was, it was that bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. Spirits fucking within. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. They do a really good job of making that happen. And then also it's totally this thing of, you know, you guys are Mexican. Uh, that's your family's heritage, right? You're up in... Uh, Cassidy? No, something with an L. For life's yeah. change too? I'll look into it myself. I ain't seeing it. Fine, I'll do it myself. That was a Thanos quote. You know what I mean? I do. Yes, I do know that. So, uh, so episode one, yeah, you you beat it, yes, and you're liking it, like it, you're a liking lot. where you're going. Yeah, two more to come. Uh, is that right or is there? I don't know. I thought it was five again. Okay, I okay. assumed it was five, but I haven't done four more I, to come. I haven't done four the research on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How does it compare to season one? Like, do you think this has a potential to be better than it? Oh my god, no. I mean, here's the thing. Even if it was, nobody would say it was because it's just the fact that. Everybody loves Max and Chloe, or loves Chloe more than anybody. More, than, you know, what I mean, I think mm-hmm. some people love Max. It's different already. I like that. I, I, it was that thing of how are you going to wrestle with another teenage angsty thing? And uh, where I was driving before with, oh yeah, Joey's played it. Lila, okay. thank you. Yeah, I could not find sit down, it. Joey, because I want your opinion on this. But what I like about it and what we were just talking about, right? When I said they're they're a Mexican family, right? Yeah, is the fact that this is happening in 2016, and so there's like a conversation on the phone with Lila in the text if you scroll back and of her being like he's not actually going to win is he and really? yada 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 and then as the story progresses it is you wrestling with people be- calling you fucking racial slurs and putting you into that thing of like well, just fucking immigrants are stealing you. and you're like and that's why we should build that wall kind of shit being said to you and it's like I was not expecting it to go that me really? neither deep into right it. and because yeah. like Chloe and Max's story was just like 
not to j- lower it, but it was like, you know, Chloe's wrong side of the tracks in this affluent white suburb, and she's white too. So it's just like, and it was like, okay, this is totally a relatable story of two girls who don't really fit in and what's going to happen, yada, yada. Yeah. Whereas this one is like, how do you do it again but not make it the same? It is like, well, let's address head on the fact that there's like a lot of racial tension. In. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't, I guess it wasn't until we got to that point of the episode that I even put into context. Cool, Greg, her mic's up, right? Yeah. The, how spoilery are we getting in this? Did we- not, not, I said I want to give major plot spoilers okay. or real plot spoilers. I talked I about the clicker thing like, already. Sorry. Yeah. Conversations like that put earlier events into a way different perspective of like, of what this narrative is going to be. Yeah. Um, and I was totally not expecting it to go in that direction. I thought it was going to focus more on like this brother sibling yeah. relationship and not necessarily touch on like a ton of social issues. But yeah. I was like, I would, I don't want to say happy that it did. Cause that's not necessarily the right thing, but I'm glad that they're, yeah, it's a cool go, way to wrestle with a, it. Deeper story than just, and that was the thing brothers. is I was, what you know, from the outside, I was like, is this just going to be another, another teen life's so hard yeah, being a teen, angsty. but we have special powers and what does it do? And I love that. Like the, you know, I thought it was interesting that, Life is strange. The mechanic was rewinding time and replaying things and making choices and yada, yada, yada. But you always felt like you had to get out of jail free of like, I want to be able to I could redo this. it. Yeah. yeah. And so early on when uh, Daniel's powers manifest the first time, it, I was in that thing of like, oh, fuck. Well, we're going to rewind this or like, oh, no, we're moving on. Then it was that question. Well, like in life is strange. Right. Season one, it they at the end of it. Spoilers go all the way back to the beginning. Right. Yeah. If, you, if you choose the one ending. So it's like, oh, he'll be able to get out of this if he really wants to. And then the more and more I go, like, oh, that's not his power. Like, this just isn't, he's not going to be able to undo this. You are living with these ramifications that you're making. Yeah. It does seem like way more permanent. And I like that there's not like this unspoken get out of jail free card. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see how the rest of the season is progresses. Is it five total? Yeah. Yeah, I thought so. Okay. So two through five. I'm head. an idiot. As they roll oh, yeah, out. I love you. Um, but you loved it. You liked it? You, I really liked it. Yeah. I, did, I liked it more than I thought I was going to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, that was my thing is I, I was invested the whole time. Yeah. At no point was it like, oh, what's happening on my phone? What's going on over here? Yeah. I, like, yeah, you know, I was playing it uh, the night before Jen was leaving. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, I want to go to bed early. I was like, all right, cool. So I stopped. And it was that thing of like. Fuck, I wanted to finish that. You know what yeah. I mean? So to get home last night and just power through and be done with it. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I want more. I want to keep devouring the story. I'm excited. Yeah. Cool, Greg. I'm throwing you a curveball here. Curveball. We're gonna do the ads right now before, oh my we gosh. Go, before we get to our next thing. Greg, would you be surprised to know that Blue Apron sponsored this episode oh, of the kind what? of funny games cast? Don't they claim it. that Blue Apron can help you make dinner in as little as 20 minutes and that every week at least three recipes built with your busy schedule in mind where Blue Apron has done the meal prep for you, prepared sauces, spices, and ingredients will come your way. Is that true? I can confirm, ladies and gentlemen, as a Blue Apron subscriber and lover, that that yeah. is true. Yeah. yeah. Would you like to know what's coming in my next Blue Apron box? I would love to know what you're Of course, getting, ladies and gentlemen, each and every week, Blue Apron ships you pre-portioned, pre-packaged ingredients and step-by-step instructions so you can make delicious meals. You get to pick what you want, too. Uh, actually, you know what? I haven't picked my next meals, but I can tell you what is pre-selected right now, and I'll tell you if I'm going to let them ride or not. Right now, I have seared beef dumplings and jasmine rice. That's going to stay. All about them dumps. Uh, seared chicken and roasted potatoes. Yeah, they're going to stay. And then seared steaks and homemade steak sauce. Yes, but also with mashed potatoes and sauteed carrots. Three for three, man. They just know you. It's like they do they know, know you. They have been paying attention, I think. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. So this, I'm I'm so impressed that Blue Apron is this much a part of your life. 
Like cooking with Greggy has yeah. has taken the world by storm. But I feel like you've really adopted this this Blue Apron into making you a better cook. Well, that's the tagline of it, right? Isn't it? Or one of them or something or no? Build it beautiful. No. Uh, yeah, 100%. Like, a better oh, way to cook. That's what it is, yeah. Uh, Jen and I talk about it all the time, right? We both love cooking. And we both love finding new recipes and f- making something from scratch or making old favorites. What I love about Blue Apron is that, yes, it's taught us or taught me i shouldn't speak for jen it's definitely taught me new ways to make things i was already making making maybe making them easier right if we ever do a cooking great with greggy season two i want to do the wings yet again because now i do them a lot the blue apron way which is no breading of any kind mm. just putting them straight in there right and when to marinate them and when not to but it's just it, it, I, I love that it teaches me something new it gives me something to put back in the repertoire and then for the boxes themselves it's great just not to think about it I pick three meals ahead of time. Uh, you can do a month in advance. They all come. Great. Awesome. This is something easy to make. If you don't want to make that, which we do sometimes, cool. What now? What can I take from the box to make my own thing with? Yeah. That's so fancy. You can join Greg in doing this. All you got to do, do is go to blueapron.com slash gamescast to get your first three meals free. You can check out this week's menu. Get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash gamescast. Blueapron.com. A better way to cook. And also, shout out to Movement for once again sponsoring us. You have heard us talk about Movement all the time, right? We talk about the watches. We talk about the sunglasses. Let me tell you, I was just at a wedding at Disneyland. It was There was a lot of sun going on. And I was like, man, I wish I had a pair of sunglasses on me. Guess what? I had a pair of Movements in my backpack. All of my woes were solved. And it was great. My brother, Cool Greg, he's over there. He wears his Movement watch all the time. All the time. He's never late. Never, not once has he been late in my entire life because of Movement Watches. Uh, movement Watches are all about looking good and keeping it simple. Movement doesn't tell you how many steps you've taken or blow your wrist up with text messages. It keeps it simple. It lets you tell the time. It lets you understand the ticks and the talks. You know what I mean? This Movement Watches started just $95 at a department store. You're looking at $400 to $500. Why would you do that? No. Don't do you it. You get 15% off today with free shipping and free returns by going to MVMT.com slash kinda. See why Movement keeps growing. Check out their expanding collection. Go to MVMT.com slash kinda. kinda. Join the movement. Just like Gia as well. She loves these watches. She has like two of them. Yeah. She has multiple pairs of the sunglasses. You you have the sunglasses too. Do wear them all the time. Yeah, Movement. They know what they're doing. A better way to look. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep, Keep it moving's it. good. Keep it moving. <laughs> Keep it moving. Next game I want to talk about, Greg. Yeah. Transference. Transference. Elijah Wood's own. The Ubisoft VR game. Yeah. It, it's non-VR as well. So that's what's interesting. I didn't know that. Well, you learned something every day I walked in and saw you today playing without the VR on. Yeah. I watched it a couple days ago with the VR on. Sure. So yeah, yeah. That. And I'm like, oh, that's that. That's the Elijah Wood game. Elijah Wood. Not in the game. No, no, just no, no, no. made the game. Yeah, it's what just it's his. It's game? his company or something yeah. that helped produce it, and then they put him in the trailer. Of course. How is the game? It's fine. Hmm. Yeah. No. How I, long is the game? Uh, two hours is what's been going. It's hard for me because I broke it up yeah, over two days because we had a. I was trying to get through it the the first day I played it, and then something happened and I couldn't. So then I polished it off today. Yeah, two hours. Andy had played it. I know and said two hours as well. I think. Um. Yeah, it's fine. I. It's. It's. You know, we didn't know much about it going in, right? Like, they showed the trailer, and it's like a mind experiment or something. Oh, oh all right, cool. Oh, it's in VR. Oh, that sounds really cool. Got there and put it on. It's like, oh, okay. Like, it's not it's not bad by any means. It just never had me like, what is going to happen next? I was interested enough that after I turned it off that I'm like, I can't have that much more left. I should play through it. But it was like, 
VR, I thought added nothing to it. Really? Like, yeah, like it, at first you put it on and I'm like, oh, it's kind of, it's gonna be like PT. You know what I mean? Because you're walking around this house. Um, it, the whole thing happens. PT in, in VR. I don't know about that. The whole thing happens in in the house of this family, right? The guy who's invent and I don't I'm not it's not spoilers, I guess. The whole guy who's been working on this experiment, right? It's him, uh his wife and their kid. And so like basically you flip light switches that basically change I don't know if it's a full-blown dimension, but change definitely the dimension you're in in terms of that apartment. And so like, you know, rooms are different, things are in different places and whatever. Um, and so I started and it was like, oh man, like even in the trailers, I think you'd seen like a pixelated, uh, like black creature or whatever. I'm like, that thing's going to chase me and kill me. Every time he shows up, it's in a very, he's supposed to do something or that's supposed to happen and push you. The few times that you'd be like jump scared is that you turn and somebody's like the outline of the son or the wife's there or whatever. And it's just like early on, it's established like this just is, you're not, it's not really scary. It's more of a, like a, a what's going on and why is this happening? And I feel like playing through it, you like you kind of piece together. Oh, this is why it's happening. Okay, and so <laughs> oh, I just go and like I was it's a like mystery solved it. I was like I want to get to the end to see like the end, and I got to the end and it was just like oh that was very lackluster. Mm. Like what I would have kind of yeah okay you don't there isn't even like the whole like this is what was going on. It's more like I did this and this is what and like cool yeah all right cool Credits. is it a full price game. That's a great question. I don't have, I'm gonna Google. Give me it. a price tag on that one. Yeah, yeah. I, I it's price. definitely out of. Though I would not recommend it. Mm. I think in the amount of games that are out there right now, I don't think you have to play this game. Um, I, I I was never like so enraptured with it that I thought about it, but I did want to see it through to finish it. It's got a very annoying collectible system. Uh, of like you pick 25 up twenty five bucks. Twenty five bucks. Definitely don't buy this. Not worth twenty five at all. Um of picking up uh, video files and audio files, and then you have to go into the start menu to play them, and you do it, and it doesn't even show you what's new. Mm. So as you like add ones later on, I was like, wait, well, this sucks. Man. Yeah. That's I, kind of I, a bummer. I was disappointed. I thought from, I think, E3, right, is when we first saw the debut E3 of it? last year. Was it? Jeez. I was like, all right, cool. We saw it two times at E3. Yeah, PlayStation VR, like I said, added nothing to it. Uh, it, it, it's the problem too of then when you go into normal and I didn't I didn't go through the controls and check it so this might be me speaking out my ass put it in the YouTube comments if I'm wrong but like when you go into uh, regular non VR mode you still can't like run because mm-hmm. like it's got that VR pace movement so like you don't get sick or whatever but then like when I left and I was I was like doing everything that would normally make you run it doesn't so it's just like all right mm-hmm. gotta walk over there to put the crystal and thing all right you know what I mean like meh yeah nah. no uh, thank you sir uh, I played a little bit of the new Nintendo mobile game, Dragalia Lost. Mobile game or bullshit? Is it mobile? It's somewhere in between, Greg. No, no, <laughs> no here, here's one thing. It's definitely a mobile game. Is it bullshit? I don't know. It seems like there's a really good game there. I don't like letting the look of games turn me off sure. to it. Sure. This game, you I just look I this can't, game? man. I can't wrap my head around it. Like, it's... The chibi style, like, I feel like I can get down with chibi if I'm already familiar with the characters. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it's a cute version of Cloud, or it's a cute version of Pokemon, or whatever. Sure. Yeah, okay. For it to just be like, oh, no, this is the look of these things. This is how it is, man. Um, I I don't know. And, like, I want to give it another shot. I want to, like, try to get into it. But, like, so far, I was just like, "Mm, there's way, way, this is way too dumbed down for me to to be enjoying this. This feels very much like a mobile game. Um, And I was like, okay, I, I like how the controls are uh, presented to you mm-hmm. in order to be able to play one-handed and it to be comfortable. But I was like, there's that tutorial stage in every RPG game. type, in every sure. game, but in RPG type games that like, 
is really the make or break of like, sure. am I having fun? Yeah. Or like, am I going to push through? And like Kingdom Hearts 2 had this problem where the tutorial never ended. Um, oh, dude. I mean, as much as I love Valkyrie Chronicles 4, I feel like so many hours in, you're still getting where it's like telling me some new mechanic. I'm like, can I just fucking play just the game? Play. And like, I'm, I'm seeing that problem with this. So it's like, I don't see myself really like investing time mm, into mm, it. Mm. Um, and it, it sucks because I feel, and, and I'm, I'm interested in this game and seeing how it does and like how people kind of are, are playing it in a couple months because it's an interesting move for Nintendo to after uh, Mario run Pokemon go um, animal crossing pocket camp, like, for them to come out like, hey, here's this new RPG that's a brand new IP. Interesting move for them, you know? Yeah. And Fire Emblem Heroes especially being a major success. Um, I don't know. I, it feels kind of like a safe bet for mediocrity. <laughs> and <laughs> What I, a ringing I, endorsement. And it's like, you know, especially we know that Mario Kart's coming eventually. Yeah, uh, but where is that? Yeah, who the hell knows? You know, Mario Kart yeah. Tour or whatever. So I don't know. L let me know though. I'm interested. Tweet at me if you're having a good time uh, with the game. And if it's, it's super worth, if it's new, worth right? pushing through. Yeah, I think it came out yesterday. Okay, yeah, I think it came out last night. Yeah, yeah, because somebody on Games Daily put it, and you're wrong today that mm -hmm. I had I missed it recently. So I wasn't sure if I missed it. Um, then the other thing I've been having a great time with is the NES Online Collection. Dude, I haven't even turned it on. Like today, I I didn't realize I'd st I was still in airplane mode from London. Mm -hmm. So today to update Fortnite, I was like, oh fuck, I got in there. So I haven't touched anything about it. Yeah. So we got the the family plan. So we all are kind of funny have it. Kind of funny Very family. Excited about it. Um, I'm kind of excited about how simple that was to just share oh, sure, the, yeah. the family plan where you you buy the thirty five dollars for I think it's eight people total that can do it. Maybe it's seven. Um, and all you got to do is just go on to sign into your account online and just you can hit add member and you need their email. Like you don't even need their Nintendo ID name or whatever. It's just the email associated with Smart. it. It sends them an email. They click on it. And then next thing you know, you, you have it. You're, you're in. Joey downloaded it. She's been playing a lot of Dr. Mario. I love Where do I look for stuff? Is it just you go in the to the store? eShop okay. and you download the there's an app. Okay. And that app is where it's kind of gotcha. like Netflix. Cool. You, you open it up and it has everything. The way the Nintendo games are presented is gorgeous. Really? Beautiful. Yeah, it's just all of the um the box art are just lined up right next to each other. So it's like this beautiful uh array of thumbnails. Nice. Um and I am shocked at how quick everything is. Getting into a game, out of the game, it's instant. Like you play Mario One. Hit start, back out to the menu, and hit go into the next game. There's no loading at all. Um, so I've been loving that. And I've been trying to take it slow, but I just played Mario Brothers 1. And Mario Brothers, all the the classics are the ones that I are games that I go back to probably yearly. Yeah. But I haven't went back to Super Mario Brothers 1 in a couple years for some reason. I think it's just because uh, Virtual Console hasn't been sure. on uh, Switch or on the systems I've been playing. Uh, but going back to that game, and I'm like, I'm, I'm going to play every single fucking level because usually I do all the warps and stuff. Yeah. I had a great time on the last flight I was on um, going down to L.A., just going through each and every level and just being like, man, video games have come so far. But there's just a brilliance to Super Mario Brothers level design. Oh, yeah. and, and just like especially because I rarely play a lot of the levels because I skip everything. Sure. There's so much cool design choices they make in the middle of that game that most people skip when they play through it that I I just am mind blown happened so early in video games history. You know, just like... The, yeah, they like, had that good of a head on their shoulders. Of, like, they were that creative. They didn't need to be. There is some real, like, eh, things about Mario Brothers 1. Fucking the castle Koopas. levels when you have to figure out the pattern of go high, mid, or low uh, for different things. That's not fun. Never oh, was. Oh, damn. And never will be. That is really pretty. Yeah. I'm looking at it for the first Isn't time. It? 
fucking cool, man. Okay. I'm excited to see where it goes. Um, I do have a couple issues, though. I really, really, really hate that you can't configure the button combinations. Um, I hate the way that on for Nintendo, the the A and B buttons, it's like a diagonal up to do it. Whereas like on the NES, it felt more like a uh, horizontal thing of like hold B to run uh, and hit A. Okay, okay, this okay, is like okay. a weird... It's just a weird way to do it. It's been that way for a long time. But so are you ready to admit that. you're going to buy the NES Joy-Cons? That wouldn't... Oh, no. no the no, ones no. you hated so much? You're yeah, I still do. No, I'm not, not a chance in you fuck I'm buying those things. What if they send them to you? It. What if they send them to you? Don't want it. You're going to throw them away. You smash them in front of... Throw it away. Smash them in front of Cool Greg. I'll leave them here. I don't want that shit. Hey, Super Mario Brothers 3 is here. That's cool. It is. Still never played it. Well, here's your chance, Greg. You got to do it. Look at him go. You got Mario. You right. Look at him go. He's, he's having. Um, now, when I say I've never played, I mean I've never, never beaten beat it. it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've played it. Oh, right. you got it, man. Especially you being such a big fan of World. Yeah. I've come around over the years that Mario Brothers Three is better than Mario World, and I was someone what? that would have fought people to the death. Really? Yeah. I love World, but at the end of the day, Mario Brothers Three is a freaking amazing <laughs> game uh, with varied locals. They're just so good locales. Um, another thing I don't like, though, is the, the HUD of the, at least of the Nintendo games. We'll see when others are added, if they're added. But I don't like how you're always seeing your account icon and oh, okay. the, the controls or whatever at the bottom of the screen. It's like, just show me the game, man. Let the game be the game, man. Let the game be the game. Cool Greg, say it. Let the game be the game. Thank you, Cool Greg. Um, I went to Twitter to <laughs> ask <laughs> you guys <laughs> what <laughs> questions you had for us oh. to answer. It's been a while since we've done... Uh, reader mail on the kind of funny games. Reader mail. I feel like mail call. Um, Will Smith writes in and the says, Will Smith. "Which one of you is Chip and which one of you is Dale?" Because I used a GIF of oh. Chip and Dale. Um, something I didn't. Which realize. one's with the big red nose? I think that's Dale. Really? I, I would say that was Chip. I don't know which one's which. I have a story about Chip and Dale. I'm the though, dumb one. Uh, that's really exciting. At, at Disneyland uh, that I was at this weekend for my friend's wedding, uh, we were in the lobby of the Disneyland Hotel, and, and one of them, let's just, for sake of conversation, say Chip, was standing there taking pictures with people, having a good time and stuff. And I'm like, that's cool. The, you know, the costume people, it's great. Little kids are all happy. About five minutes later, Dale walks in. The other side of the, the building, they like look at each other and freak out and run up really? and just like high five it and stuff. And I'm like, this is the most hype thing ever. That man. sounds like something they do every time, and I'm sure it's amazing and they love it. I love it. I love it so much. You know, who on, Chip and you know who's going to be able to answer this question? Who Chip and Dale is? One, Poe. Poe will know the answer to this. And I, yes, this is the real Poe, not some other person in my phone named Poe. <laughs> As we learned earlier with the Andrea problems. Which is Chip and which is Dale is a popular Google search. Auto filled itself. You gonna check them after I put in witches C H Chip and Dale? Really? Yeah. Okay. See, this is the problem with 2018. Yeah, nobody answers their goddamn phones anymore. Both have different personalities. Where Chip is known to be the, the smart one and Dale the goofy one. Chip has a small black nose and looks similar to a chocolate chip, hmm. while Dale has a large red nose. Chip has two close together front teeth, while Dale has two spread apart cheek teeth. Cheeks. cheeks. <laughs> He's got two he spread got apart cheeks. cheeks. <laughs> 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 you nasty little squirrels. Um, Chip and Dale rest. Sean S. Johnson Ranger. says, for Greg, have you ever said anything on accident on a recorded show that someone told you off the record? And if so, did they confront you about it? Great How question. How often does this happen in the industry? Oh, great question. Um, So, your answer is complicated, kind of. Uh. Yes, slash no. 
Have you ever said something off the record that you... Blah, blah, blah. I said something on a Kind of Funny Games cast that was off the record. And honestly, in a saving grace... for I mean, because it's the only time I've ever fucked it up in my career. A saving grace, it was one that we weren't, we weren't broadcasting live. Do you remember this? Mm-mm. It's not like off the record, like, hey, Last of Us 2 is fucking canceled. You know what I mean? But it was like something stupid. I say that, Greg. I, what? Fuck? Are we live now? <laughs> uh, but it was something somebody had told me, and afterwards I was like, you know what? Let me check. And I checked, and they're like, oh, yeah, please don't say that. I was like, yeah, you know what? Let's cut that out. And we cut it out. But it was like, it, it was something that it wouldn't, it wasn't like I was confirming or killing or doing anything like that, but it was just like enough that it would have started some kind of rumor and had a tinge to it, but I, I didn't realize that it was. Uh, so, anyways. Yes, no. Um, it doesn't happen to me. It doesn't happen often. Obviously, no. no I, I'm lucky enough that I've been told enough things in confidence that I think people trust me to know everything in confidence that that I won't yeah. fuck it up. And again, this wasn't me. Fuck. This is one of those things that was a, a gray enough area that I could have gotten away with and it wouldn't have been a big deal. You would have had no idea if I said this and that it was a thing. But yeah, I dodged a bullet there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I ever fucked up with that type of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's always the more of the thing of like, oh wait, or what are we like? Like we, Andrew well, and I, I like bitching about the review, safe about stuff, the review embargo. Oh yeah, well I mean it's our career, right? Yeah, and it's totally. like I don't ever want, I never want to fuck stuff up, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it's not often in the industry that it happens because if it does, you like they, those people, it gets very public very quickly. Sure, yeah, <laughs> yeah and, and there's a difference headlines. between having a mistake and misspeaking, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, versus uh, going out of your way to fuck something up. Yeah, totally. Um. 8-Bit Hero. 8-Bit Hero. Hero. That's a good one. says, how do you pick the name of your video game characters in RPGs and such? Mm. Uh, Well, it all depends. For me, I'm game over Greggy because I always name my characters Greggy for growing up. So, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Link was always Greggy and Zelda and stuff like that. And then, of course, did a column called Game Over. Eventually, needed an Xbox Live username. And so I just took Game Over and put Greggy together. Um... The deeper it then depends on the kind of game where if I can customize the character and make them look a certain way, it's generally going to be I'm going to model it and it's either going to be Taylor Swift or Kara from Kara Zorel, right? Yeah. That, like that's Kara Zorel has always been my monster hunter, so always was. And I was, you know, I made Taylor Swift in a bajillion games, excuse me. Um, and then if it's something that I'm just stuck with, if it looks enough like me, or I don't care, I'll say me or I'll do Jen or whatever. Mm-hmm. And like, it, it, I, I just tinker. Just yeah. tinker with how I feel in the, in the game in particular. Yeah. I I tend to go default with the character names. Like yeah. whatever the, they want it yeah, to be. Yeah, I hate like it when a, you do. Because when you fuck around with it and like when you can rename everything and then you're trying to have a conversation with somebody. Like I don't even. I don't. My guy's name's Bats. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Pokemon, I, I usually nickname all my Pokemon my friends' names because it's fun for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But yeah, if if I do give myself give it a name, it's usually my name. Tim Gettys. Or at Tim Gettys. At Tim Gettys. Nice, yeah. Yeah. Um, Joe Medford said, love the party mode for Super Mario Party. Do you guys think the game is worth getting on day one? Mm. How does what you've played so far compare to classics in the series like Mario Party 2? Does it bring back the manic Mario Party feel? Um, I haven't played enough to say whether or not it's worth getting on day one. Um, what I've played so far does feel like a classic Mario Party game. Yep. We had a blast. Dude, that, I can't I was, wait to play more. I tweeted a bunch about it, but like, I, mean, I think it's just two that I don't watch party mode all the time because we're in it mm-hmm. and like i know what, what it is so like watching a, these two party modes not being there i was like 
God damn, this looks like fun. You guys it had was such a fun. So much fun. And that's the thing, is it's like this is not Mario Party 10. This is not the issues. Like they 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 really understand what's going on. The board seemed super fun, the one that we played. Um, like you guys saw what we played. So in the party modes, so yeah. we didn't get to do anything more than that. Um, I'm very excited to get my hands on it. I, as I was playing, I was at the, the wedding. I keep bringing it up. Like I was with my friends and um, they were asking me about it. And I'm like, I can't wait to play with them. Like yeah, I can't, yeah. it is such a, I do think it's going to bring back all the, the feelings that you had. Um, 80 mini games in it from the ones that we played. I'd say majority of them, like I had a really good time with. They're all. They're not all motion control, but they're all Joy-Con. So there's no Pro Controller support. Um, each one, each person gets a Joy-Con, which I actually think is brilliant for this type of game. Have more controllers. Um, and it, it also, you always have two on you. Yeah. That's great. You can play a full four-player match with just two sets Passing of Joy-Cons. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Um, I, I think this game is going to be really good. I hope that it's really good. I hope that it's spectacular and that there's a lot more that I haven't seen yet. Um, we didn't get to play the cooperative mode where it's like four versus one yeah um that seems really intriguing as well do you know or can you say is there is somebody uh, there was a lot of i think 50 turn i saw a lot of questions about mm -hmm. and then 10 turn too we did 10 turn okay somebody they, i was tweeting about hey i really fucking like this and people were hitting me up asking me does it have 50 turn? i'm like or 100 turn i'm like i don't know yeah i, don't. I, I imagine it does i didn't okay. see that as options okay. like they pretty much got us to the mint or i'm sure yeah to be and, and then we went mr nintendo doesn't fuck around when he shows up with unreleased stuff. yeah so far i'm i'm really into it i I, I'm hoping that there's some more classic feeling mini games that aren't so waggle yeah, reliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, but at the same time, like the waggle ones are good, and like waggle isn't bad by default. No, you know. Uh, and I think that these are very smartly created uh, games. I have we haven't been able to do the dual switch setup uh, oh, sure. games yet, but that looks cool as well. Um. Someone just says, why is Gamora? And someone else just sent, not even a question, just a picture of fried chicken, it looks nice. like. Nice. Cool. Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, I'm ready for Infinity War Part 2, or Me Avengers too. 4, whatever yeah, you want to call it. I've been thinking about it a lot recently. Yeah, yeah. I think, I'm hoping, and there's no way this is going to happen, but I'm hoping we don't know the name until the trailer. I don't think. I mean, they made a reference recently that you're getting closer to, to the teaser trailer. Yeah, but by that I mean like, I I wish that I cannot be spoiled by the headline, mm. and like watch the trailer mm. and just see the title splash at the end. I can do it for you if you want. If you don't want, <laughs> I don't know. It's gonna be so hard with the internet. Um, happier day by day says who's getting which one? Pokemon, let's go, Eevee and Pikachu. I'm getting Eevee. For show. Sure. I'm not getting either. Unless you convince me to get one. Yeah, I don't know that I will. I'll be we'll so see. caught. We'll I'll see. be so caught up in Ghostbusters world whenever that drops. A lot of crossplay questions. We Good. talked a lot Crushed about it. that Crushed in the beginning it. of the show. Crushed that. Uh, Leo says odds of Ninja Gaiden '80s version in Smash. Honestly, huh. man, like I, that's a character that I've never really seen requested. We brought it up a little bit uh, a couple weeks ago on on Gamescast when it was just me and Jared, but. I don't know why people aren't clamoring for Ryu the way that they did for like Simon Belmont and stuff. Mm. That'd be really, really interesting and cool. I don't think it's going to happen because uh, like Ninja Gaiden is Koei, right? Koei yeah, Tecmo, Tecmo Koei. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Smash is getting close, man. Smash is getting real close. It's October. Yeah. There's less days to Smash than there, are than there has been since it's been announced. 
Okay. We've crossed the threshold. We've yeah. crossed yeah. the threshold. Yeah. And Sakurai recently, last night, came out and said uh, that the character additions are going to start to slow down. Okay. So okay. We'll see. I hope he's lying. Thoughts on Life is Strange 2? We, we gave you those, Jeffrey. Got you, Jeffrey. Covered you. What the, what, is the Bloodhound Gang still making new music, Cool Greg? Probably not. No? No. I can't believe that. Antonio Lara N says, can we have a topic about game codes? Who sends you them? Do you okay. ask for them? Can you gift a code? If you don't use them, do you send them back? Everything about codes and PR is a mystery for me. Building in a mystery. Uh, game codes are sent to you generally by PR people. Um, obviously, I say generally because if you're an ind indie studio, independent studio, you're probably sending it. But even yeah, if you're sure, indie yeah. like, and you have a PR person or a, 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 a social media manager, somebody, they might send them off. Uh, codes, of course, are generated by the first parties and given out that way. Uh, some of the first parties make you pay for the codes, which I know is a problem. Steam now has a limit on how many codes it'll give you, at least at first blush. Because people were doing the whole like, hey, can I get 12,000? Like, sure. And then they'd put them on like, you know, some third seller's uh, site. Um, do you have to ask for them? Yes and no. It goes both ways. Like a lot of different people have a lot of different. Everybody's different, basically, where it will be that it's usually the bigger the game, the more hoops you need to jump through for it. And not in a bad way, but like Nintendo will hit you up because they have a limited amount of codes and be like, hey. Are you guys interested in game? Are you interested in Mario Party? Are you interested in whatever? We say yes, they'll send codes. If you say no or you ignore it, you're not going to get anything. Uh, PlayStation's the same way. Like, you know, for Spider Man, it was, hey, it was me and Andy, because obviously I don't shut up about it. And Andy had gone to the preview event and it was like, you guys are approved for codes. Do you want codes? You have to agree to these social media guidelines, this embargo, so on and so forth. Um, the other side of the spectrum is usually indies, yeah, where they will be like, hey guys, we have a game coming out on Steam. They don't. This is where it's always like they don't even know if we, what we play, which is fine. And I'm not mad. I understand what you're doing. But they'll send you four codes, five codes, six codes. They'll just send you a boatload of codes. Um, what to do with the codes if we don't use them? Most of the time, people, especially indies, where they're sending you a million, just want you to share the codes, get them out to your audience. They'll put that in their email, like, hey, da 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 da. Uh, as you go up to, yeah, again, the other side of the spectrum with PlayStation or Nintendo, we're requesting those codes from them as they ask for it. So those are all going to get claimed. Those aren't going to be wasted. Uh, in the middle there, I've definitely done it where somebody will send something and I'll hit them back and be like, hey, really not our game. We're not going to use the code. And I've had nine times out of ten, it's cool. Give it away. Just give yeah. it away to somebody. It's, it's more work for us to go put it back into the spreadsheet than it is for us to go do this other way. Mm. And so that you'll see on Kind of Funny uh, Morning Show, we give away a code every day as we do during Extra Life and stuff. A lot of those are codes that have been sent to us that we got too many of. Like, because they'll say, oh, there's seven of you. Here's seven things. But it's just me and Kevin that want to play this VR game or whatever. It's a different thing there. Um, I think I covered all of his questions, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Ryan Eggme. Says, which game will sell better for the Switch? Let's go Pokemon games or Super Smash Ultimate? Ooh. It's not even a question. It's Pokemon Let's Go. Yeah. Those games are going to, their sales numbers are going to be astronomical by the end of the Switch's life cycle. We're getting Pokemon so early, a very accessible Pokemon game on a very successful Nintendo system. Yeah. This thing, it's going to sell forever and Hot ever kicks. and ever. There's two versions of it. People will end up buying multiple copies. It's it's going to be insane. Pulling up some sales numbers. Um, Smash Bros. for Wii U sold 5.34 million copies, which is a lot compared to the 13 point something million Wii U's that existed. Yeah. Really good attach rate. Um, but 
Smash Bros. for 3DS sold 9.24 million copies. Okay. So almost double uh, what it sold on Wii U, but that's because there was 64 million 3DSs in the wild, right? Sure. 3DS to 3DS, Smash Bros., uh, 9.24, Pokemon, X and Y are at 16.31, Pokemon Sun and Moon are at 16.12, and Pokemon Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon that have only been out now a year, not even a year, are at 7.72. Okay. So... So you're saying Smash. It's, no, it. but Smash is going to sell really well oh, yeah, yeah. as well. I'm, I'm excited for that. Let, let's look at some Smash Bros. Let's look at some Smash Bros. numbers. 64 bro. sold 5.5 million. Melee was 7.4 million. Brawl was 13.27 million on the Nintendo Wii. Damn. I think that Smash Ultimate is going to be the best selling best Smash, Smash game of all time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I believe it. Yeah. It's exciting time. Switch is hot, hot, hot. hot. Uh, Phoenix Wright for Smash says, what do you guys think Nintendo will be bringing to the Game Awards this year? Metroid Prime 4. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think we get the gameplay reveal of Metroid Prime 4. Oh, Doctor. Um, I think it'll be more Cranky Kong. (laughs) Oh, Cranky Kong. Game Awards, man. They're coming up soon. I want one more. Can you believe how close we are to Red Dead? And I know we don't care about Red Dead, but how close we are to Red Dead. It's real close. Crazy. It's, uh, it's that point now where I'm start. Jen was starting to ask me about, it. oh, do you want to do this on this weekend? I'm like, babe, that's in Red Dead area. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to no get a Red Dead code, but a heads up. When Red Dead comes, you and Pertilla need to fuck off because yeah. I'm not going to deal with Figure you. Figure shit out. You know what man. I mean? I got a horse and his testicles shrink and drip. I want to do two more because I, I like these. Declan Riley says, Greg, are you going to play Walking Dead episode two? I am. Yeah, I wanted to get it done for this episode of Gamescast, but I really love Odyssey. And so when Life is Strange took two nights instead of one, I was like, I got to get back. I got to see what Cassandra's up to out there, man. I got these Greek people in Athens that need to get their asses kicked. Come on. I get it, dude. Um, I said I was only going to do one, but then I said I was only going to do two. Now I'm only going to do three because cool, Greg. No Fate has a question for you. As Halloween is approaching, if given the choice, would you rather be a vampire or a werewolf? Note the original rules apply. Vamps can't go out in the day, and werewolves only change on a full moon. Well, I am the knight, so it should be vampires, but I've wanted to be a werewolf for no, a really long time. Cool, Greg. Yeah. I Don't get me wrong. I enjoy a good werewolf story more, maybe, than a vampire. But vampires at least get to be in control of themselves. Mm. Werewolves are just crazy feral I've never beasts. Felt in control. Huh? I've never felt in control myself. Great point, actually. That's a cool <laughs> point. All right. So, yeah, it wouldn't be much different. It wouldn't be very different for Cool Greg. So, final question comes from Jordan at 32 bit player on Twitter. 18 months into the Switch, what's your take on the platform? What does it succeed at and where is it lacking? What would you like to see Nintendo and third parties do for it in the future? As in day and date multiplayer platform, AAA releases, additional retro platforms, etc. God bless the Nintendo Switch. Hell yeah. The Nintendo Switch is amazing. We've talked about it before, I know, in the show. I won't beat a dead horse here. But I mean, like, I played Valkyria Chronicles for 12 straight fucking hours from England to America. And, like, that flight melted. It just went away, right? It's the promise. It's the, I mean, I guess it's the execution of the promise that the Vita always was. It's this machine that gives you, yeah, these console quality quality experiences on the go, go, right? (laughs) And I know it sounds goofy and stupid, but like, 
holy shit is that amazing that can't be understated how great that is and then it is the thing you're talking about with your friends of like it is yes let's pop off the controllers let's pop off the joy cons let's all fuck around on this one thing and screw you know have fun and play around a mario kart let's you know here play mario i mean when fucking smash drops like i i mean you know me you know my friends we love smash i had to bring smash to this yeah the wedding and that meant i had to bring my wii u yeah i mean meant i had to bring four gamecube controllers wired it meant i had to bring the usb adapter to plug into the wii u it meant i had to bring the gamepad sure. because you can't do use the wii u without the fucking gamepad it means i need to bring the ac adapter for the um wii u and the ac adapter for the gamepad because that fucking battery dies fucking in, wii u, in a second and it's just like that is so much shit and it's to bring. and it's you know i know this is a very specific use case for us outside of just the travel shit but like when we go to our, any of the last two rtx's when i went to pax west right and it was like let's do a video game tournament right great i have a machine packed with video games on it and all i yep. need to do is bring the dock and the you know what i mean like it's so low impact on moving it and doing things with it because it's designed to be that way in the same way the promise of the gamecube was that handle on it right of like you're gonna take it to your friend's houses and do stuff and you did but i mean this is like into my backpack and i forget about it whereas like when i'm like oh i gotta play god of war or something i have the playstation in there and i feel that i have the playstation in there and i have control uh, controllers and cables and everything yeah switch is insanely amazing and i think it's honestly it's in the it's going to be in the running for if not I mean high on my short list of favorite consoles I've Me ever too. owned Me because too. like it's just it's not even the novelty of it of having everything it's just that there's that part of it but then it is the fact that it's so good and it's the games are so good it's the ease of use and it works yeah and I, I know comparing it to the Wii U is, is silly but like the Wii U just had so many issues uh, hardware wise or just uh, a perfect example is everything that I just said I brought to play Smash. I also had Mario Kart on the system. Guess what? We couldn't play because GameCube controllers aren't compatible with Mario mm, Kart 8. Mm, mm. I can't fucking wait to have Smash on the Switch and be able to play a bunch of rounds of Smash, then do some Mario Kart, yep. then do some Towerfall, then do some Super Sports Match. It's just like there's all these things. They've done indies so well. They're nailing their first party games so well. What can they improve on? In my opinion, this Nintendo Switch Online stuff needs to keep going. We need more games. We need SNES a, games. We need Super Nintendo games. We need N64. We need GameCube. Yeah. Like if we do eventually get all those things, and by eventually I mean sooner than later, within the next two years, this would be my favorite console of all time. If it yeah. gives me great ways to play all my old favorite games, but especially with the focus on the multiplayer stuff with with friends and quality single player games like Breath of the Wild and Odyssey and eventually Metroid Prime Four and all that stuff, I'm fucking in. Yeah, fucking love in, it. Baby. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been the Kind of Funny Games cast. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, we will see you tomorrow on twitch.tv slash Kind of Funny Games for the Kind of Funny Morning Show and Kind of Funny Games Daily. I'll be on that with Greg. It's been a while. It's been a while since I could say until next time that I wasn't addicted. I love you.